Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host, Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujot, Mecca Page, and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life, knowing that you don't have to do it alone, whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember, collaboration is queen. Before I get to our very, very special guest this evening, Dr. Valerie Prowl, before we get to her amazing bio, I'd love to share a little about how her path and mine intertwine. A few years ago, actually several years ago now, I met Val at the Women in Spirituality Conference in Rochester, Minnesota. Though there were hundreds of women in the Grand Hall, when Val and I met, it was as though everything around us disappeared except our presence and our conversation. Would you say that's right, Val? Yeah? <laughs> so have any of you met someone and had a feeling like that? This seems to be a theme for us. We seem to be finding one another again in many ways. And you're going to be seeing much more of that. And Dr. Val and I have also worked together and co-created in many capacities since we met. We coached one another, we have coached one another and still continue to, Dr. Val coaching me in health after an analyzing my DNA results, me coaching Val as she's writing her amazing book, which everyone is going to want to read. I'm privy to what's in it and I have to say I'm pretty blown away. It's, I, I haven't seen anything like it. Um, so Val and I support one another in numerous way, which is the New World Women way of doing things. We believe wholeheartedly in collaboration, supporting one another to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. And um, I'm happy to say, I'm honored to say that Dr. Val is a luminary New World Women first founder. She's a doctor of chiropractic a certified clinical nutritionist, and a wise, wise healer in active practice for more than 35 years. Dr. Val's frustration with the typical approach, the typical medical approach of suppressing symptoms without finding their underlying cause set her on a lifelong journey to discover solutions and solutions she has found. She shares them with her clients and patients with love and non-judgment. Dr. Val understands how many people become ill to begin with and how they can progress on a path to health. She has explored and learned ancient healing arts as well as modern genetic research on improving health and well-being. Knowing that the body has an innate ability to heal, 
Once the causes are uncovered, Dr. Val combines a variety of strategies, including DNA analysis, for health and well-being. And this is what she calls healing synthesis. As a New World Women Luminary, Dr. Val will teach a year-long, once-per-month series in New World Women Academy online, starting in spring of 2022. Her 12 classes will focus on astrological influences and their impact on health and well-being. We are honored to have Dr. Val's love, care, wisdom, and experience to enlighten us all. Welcome, Dr. Valerie Prahl. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dawn. It's such a delight to be here. I always enjoy spending time with beautiful women and, and having the opportunity to spend the energy with women who build us up and instead of trying to do something different. So, you know, I, we all need to support each other. And I just think that's the future of humanity and how we will all grow and expand. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we have five questions that we ask of each of our luminaries, and we'd like to start by asking you to share with us when you look back over your life, what is a gift, a skill, or a talent that has emerged within you? Something that you loved or that made you feel alive? What emerged within you over the years? Well, Dawn, I think that um, my purpose here, my I was born to be a healer. That's what I came here to do. Um, because every time I've tried to do anything different, it never works out. So <laughs> that's always how how it happens. Um, but you know, I it was a it was a struggle. You know, I was a touchy feely little girl, and I just was always wanting to help other people feel good. But I really had a lot of self-esteem issues as a young woman. And I know that other women have that same issue. You know, I just didn't think I was smart enough to go to college. You know, I took a course. I, I've actually been in chiropractic care for 45 years because 10 years before I became a chiropractor, I became a chiropractic assistant because I didn't think I was smart enough to be a doctor. So when I got married to my, my husband, he said, well, honey, why don't you just try going to school? Why don't you just try it? And so my big fear was chemistry. So I took chemistry, got an A. I thought, okay, maybe I can do this. <laughs> so I worked, I went on and, um, you know, graduated from, I was, once I started chiropractic college, I just went straight through and with two little children, by the way. Um, so, but after about 18 years in practice, you know, um, things got a little rough. So, you know, so actually, actually, Dawn, I think I'm going to have you ask the second question, because I think that's the question that it kind of goes. Yeah. yeah. And before we go on to that second question, I forgot a very important part of what we do on our third Thursdays. I'd like us to open the mics, Mecca or Sean, if you'd open the mics, please, so we can all say welcome to Dr. Val. Just say a greeting to her. I think that feels really nice since we can't all be in the same room together right now. So just go ahead and say a warm welcome. 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 welcome, Dr. Val. Glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. We'll go on to the second um, 
the second journey, I realize you're not saying thank you to me, but I just am programmed to say you're welcome. So anyway, Dr. Val, what was your journey to sharing your gifts with other people? I, I heard you loud and clear when you said you didn't have that confidence in the beginning, but then you overcame your fear by taking the chemistry class. You aced it. And um, so what happened then? Tell us a little bit more about the journey. Well, once I graduated from chiropractic college, I knew I didn't want to delay the inevitable. I bought a practice and I practiced there for 17, 18 years. And then I started having going through some really, um, you know, I got really frustrated because people would keep coming in to see me for the same exact problems. I've been searching and searching to find why aren't these people getting better? You know, they get better for a while and then they come back. And I began to feel like I was a Band-Aid and I got feeling depressed and anxious. And about this very same time, um, we ended up having a house fire. And, you know, it's just like uh, all my stuff was just gone overnight. And I don't say that because I, you know, I was well insured, everybody was fine, but you know, we did have to get pulled out of the house by firemen and go to the hospital together. And my cat <laughs> had to be carried out of the house with the with the firemen too. So <laughs> it was um it was a pretty traumatic time. But then I came through that. After we got through that, I ended up it started me kind of on a journey. And that journey helped me to, to discover that, you know. Stuff is just stuff, right? We need to be open to receiving. You know, people after the fire wanted to give us things. And, you know, I, I have, you know, no, I don't need that. But yes, I needed to allow them to give to me because part of giving is also the receiving. And, um, and the biggest thing that came through that is that we are not victims in our lives. So many people go through life feeling like victims and really we're not victims. So, you know, I ended up selling my very, very busy practice and I have been kind of on this circuitous path ever since, kind of trying to figure out, you know, what I take courses and this and that. Um, but I really feel like um, it comes back to healing myself. You know, nobody ever heals anybody. We only ever heal ourselves. And all I can do is help show people a pathway, a way that they can maybe improve their lives, but we all have to heal ourselves. And that's part of my being a healer is con that continual journey to heal myself. Beautiful. 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 Thank you for that. So it sounds like you expanded your confidence and know-how along the way in, in different areas. What what would you say is, um, is something that surprised you about your journey of expanding your know-how and your confidence along the way? Something that was unexpected, something that might be an inspiration to us. Is there anything you can think of? You know, I've taken tons of courses. I think the biggest thing was taking the courses that I took with Dr. Rudiger Dalka from Germany, uh, where he introduced me to the planetary archetypal patterns. And it really helped me see how uh, our consciousness is, to, it, that we're here to expand our consciousness and to grow ourselves as human beings. And 
um, that our bodies are not separate from us. I remember my mom, she just felt like her body was something just to be used up and that we're just going to cover up the symptoms, but that our bodies are just a part of our human expression. And there's magic and mystery inside. <laughs> and all the answers come from within. And so that was the, the biggest surprise uh, is that, oh, this helps me put the pieces together and understand how the psyche and the body work together. Um, and that it's not anything that's separate and, and that it's beautiful. Um, and that our symptoms are a way to expand our consciousness. I love that. I love that idea. And so that leads us to this beautiful point in uh, this evening's gathering where we get to experience a teaching from you. We, um, we asked you if you would talk with us about these archaeological, excuse me, <laughs> astrological archetypes and their, um, how they can help us during we, for many of us, it'll be a busy season coming up or maybe already here for, for Christmas, but uh, not, not Christmas, but for holidays and gatherings and Thanksgivings and all of that. But even when we're not experiencing those kinds of things, I think that many of us can be experiencing stress from other areas. What is it that um, these astrological archetypes could do to help us to deal with stress? Okay, so, um, well, stress is kind of our, our default mechanism. You know, every single disease that people have is related to the stress response. You know, at least all the major ones, you know, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, is related to stress in some way. And the more that we work on dealing with our ability to handle stress, that the better off we are, the more gracefully we age. And so that's so, so important. So, you know, um, so that, where am I going with this? I'm, stress is just really important to be taken care of. So where do the planetary archetypes come in? Um, I, the archetypes help us to understand our reactions to our symptoms, you know, so when we are feeling really stressed, what is it that we're stressed about? How can we make a different choice? And at the end, I'm going to give you a little strategy for everybody to share that will help is a way to kind of get out of that stress response. But I think what I want to go do is go into my teaching a little bit, and then we'll do that at the end, if that's okay. <laughs> okay, so, um, so there's just patterns, and that's why I like the, the archetypes. You know, it, I am not an, um, an astrologer. I don't read people's charts. I use the astrological archetypes as just very simple examples of persons or things. Since we're all connected in those magical ways and ways we don't always understand, I mean, that's just a good way to understand it. And you see, the thing is, we all have challenges. We have um, conflicts and we have stressors and we have emotional stressors, relationship stressors, mental stressors, chemical stressors. Those chemical stressors are the drugs we take or the foods we eat. You know, the largest number of chemicals we put in our body at any one time 
are the foods that we eat. There's environmental stressors like plastics and pesticides. And then we are also impacted by our genetics. We can be impacted by the emotional patterns from seven generations back. That's what the estimate is, is that we can really be impacted for seven generations. So that's huge. <laughs> so what I've done is I've been able to look at um, ways to interpret what the body is trying to say with its symptoms. So if the body has symptoms, then that's just a way to kind of tap into what the body is saying. So each planetary archetype has different symptoms associated. For example, Jupiter is related to expansion. So it's related to problems with obesity and also problems with our hip joints, um, whereas Saturn is related to reduction. And so it's related to things like osteoporosis and chronic disease and aging. Um, tonight, I thought what we talk about primarily is moon energy, especially since tonight we have a lunar eclipse. <laughs> you know, that we, so, and lunar energy has to do with rhythm. Now there's two specific archetypes that have to do with rhythm. One is the moon and one is the sun because the sun is related to the heart. And what of course does the heart do? It creates our rhythm with um, our heartbeat, right? But the moon is our rhythm of our feminine aspects and male and female alike, we all have feminine aspects. So it's related to reflection. Um, think of a moon uh, shining on a beautiful lake and you can just see that moon reflecting on the lake and that reflection goes deep into the, into the water. And that's what we as women, as human beings need to do is to take more in, to actually just reflect and take information in and allow it just to kind of to work before we take action, because so often we take action or we're just so frenetic that we don't take the time to reflect and think about what it is that we want to say to others or how we want to react in our world. So of course, we as women understand rhythm really well. You know, we've got the, the, the menstrual cycles, okay? We've also got our girlhood and then those years where we have our menstrual cycles and then we have our crone years. And so, you know, so we as women just, it's just in our DNA, of course, what, that we understand rhythm really important. So the theme of the moon is reflection, but also nurturing. And so what is it that we need to nurture? We are all probably really good at nurturing other people. How many of you are good at nurturing other people? <laughs> How many of you are as equally as good at nurturing yourself? Uh, maybe not so much. That's good. I, I see a few hands raised. I love that. That, that is wonderful. Um, you know, because that's what we do is we have to understand how we can nurture ourselves in balance and reflect on the things that we wanna say. So I'm just gonna, so when, when the moon energy is out of balance, that's when we can feel like victims, okay? That's where we get sometimes 
clingy and needy. Sometimes people, when it's out of balance, overindulge in alcohol, gossip, self-pity. I mean, we've all seen other people who go through those kinds of things, maybe. But the, the diseases associated with moon are the feminine organs. They're the round organs. So they're, they're breasts, the uterus, the bladder, the stomach, the um, ovaries. So they are those organs. And so, I, you know, I see our society as a society when people are in their um, childbearing years, how many are on birth control constantly? You know, they're not even aware of their actual physical body rhythms. We get out of touch with our rhythm. So it's really important to come back in and just figure out, okay, what is my rhythm? What is it that I need to do to take care of myself and to take care of my self-nurturing as well as nurturing others? And I love that about New World Women that we're going to be um, taking taking care of, uh, supported in ways to take care of ourselves as well as taking care of others. So some of the things that you can do to help deal with the holiday seasons coming up is um, have a conversation with your inner child because nurturing yourself is nurturing that inner child piece of yourself. All right, so you know, tell your inner child that they're okay that, you know, that they're going to be taken care of, their needs are going to be met, you know, just close your eyes and visualize yourself as a little girl and just talk to that little girl part of you and tell her that she's loved and appreciated and she's going to get all of her needs met. And I think all women should have a list of things that really are self-nurturing. You know, um, we all kind of, you know, for me, um, meditation is a non-negotiable thing. I really love my meditation. I really um, love having, um, eating really good food. I, I really appreciate that. I mean, decide what your non-negotiables are. And then when you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you know, I, I need a massage. If I don't get some massages, I get too tense and too tight. So for me, that's one of my important things that I need to do. And, you know, the thing is, you can get lists online of self-care activities. If you can't think of something, take yourself out on a date. Wasn't it Julia Cameron in her book, um, <laughs> The Artist's Way? She talks about taking people, taking yourself out on a date, <laughs> you know, whatever that is that, that fulfills your creativity, fulfills those, those, and creativity is important for those moon aspects too. You know, that's where we as women really need that creativity in, in ways. And creativity can be expressed as being a parent, but it also can be expressed as creating something within our lives in a beautiful way. The other thing that's so important during the holiday season is to set boundaries and be willing to say no, okay? Um, taking responsibility for your own actions and not for the actions and emotions of others. <laughs> you know, we try so hard to make every, I know, I, you know, I've been called um, too much of a perfectionist and 
And so sometimes, you know, I spend way too much energy trying to make things perfect for others. Like I want my house to look perfect for Christmas and I want the tree to be just so and I want the table to look just right. <laughs> and so, you know, we can really put ourselves a lot of perfectionist energy into there and that can just really wear and tear on our bodies. And so you've got to be okay with not having things be perfect. And with, and then also just carving out those times for yourself. So I'm just, I got a couple more notes here and then we're going to do that strategy, which is kind of fun. Okay. And, and then um, I just, just really take a moment to um, just go inside and just really ask yourself what it is that brings you the most joy during the holiday season. You know, that is so important because so many times, you know, I've been lost in my own head. You know, it, the thing is our minds just are going crazy all the time. We sometimes get, get so wrapped up in our thoughts. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys is that strategy to get yourself out of that imagination network in your head and the imagination network is that part of our brain where we come up with our creative ideas. We have beautiful thoughts, but the thing is the default mechanism for the imagination, that busyness in the brain is to go to the negative. It's not anything you're doing wrong. If you have negative thoughts, it's kind of the default. It's just the way our bodies are designed. I think it was built that way so that we would survive. We'd be able to run away and get away from all those things that hurt us. But um, we need, need to be able to get out of that busyness in our mind. You know, even Brene Brown talks about impending doom. That's where our default goes to. You know, we think about our, our children oh my God, what's, you know, we think of the absolute worst thing that's going to happen. <laughs> and that's where our brains go. So we're going to do something fun right now. I want everybody to do it. I want you all just to um, take a deep breath and yawn. And then if you don't have any issues with touch, I want you to just gently just kind of self-caress yourself. Your hand, rub your hands together sensuously, your forearms. And I want you to think about a value word. What is it that you value? What word comes to your mind right now? And Dawn, would you like to share your value word that came to your mind? Um, the value word that came to my mind was integrity. Okay. I want you to savor that word. And I want each of you to savor the thought, the word that came to your mind. And the word that came to my mind was friendship. Savor the word. Okay. 
So if you do that several times a day, set a little timer on your, on your phone and just take a couple of minutes and yawn and stretch and focus on a value, something you value. It brings yourself out of that crazy mind and into the moment. It brings, it makes it your moments much more mindful. So you can just come back there and, and just um, be in that moment. That's so. beautiful. Thank you so much, Dr. Val. Um, I really love the elements of that. I love the making ourselves yawn. And I really love the, the touching aspect. That's not something I would normally think of. So I think that, and then um, claiming that value word, that's that would be a fun thing to do throughout the day to really keep those values front and center. So um, really beautiful, thank you. We really look forward to starting in the spring when you can go deeper with each of these uh, different aspects that um, are impacted by the, the planets. And um, thank goodness for that, um, that doctor that you studied. Uh, what was his name again, please? His name was Rudiger Dalka, and his book was called, is called The Healing Power of Illness. Mm -hmm. um, but um, his strategy was to do psychotherapy and breathing. And I like to incorporate more things. So my, my information incorporates more nutritional things, more um, mm -hmm. genetic things that you can do to impact your life and make a difference um, with the symptoms that you're experiencing. So if you understand the pattern related to the symptom, and then you can look at five or six different aspects of ways to shift it around, then that helps you to really transform yourself and your life and your health. So, yes, yes. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I really love how you um, embrace these different kinds of teachings, the more ancient things, but then the very new things like the DNA analysis that I, I, had that experience with you and it was life-changing for me it really truly was and um so that's a really beautiful blend of the old and the new and i think that's very helpful to us too um well, and the yawning dawn that's based on science neuroscience that is a not because babies begin to yawn in the womb they're yawning before they're even born and so it is neuroscience 101 to yawn and stretch. And if you want to be more productive, instead of focusing on a value word, just focus on the very next thing you need to get done and <laughs> helps you be more productive to take a moment to take those one minute stretches and yawn and be more productive. I love it. I love it. Well, um, uh, I, I also wanted to ask you, uh, what was it that resonates with you or what resonates with you about New World Women that made you want to become a part of this vision that we hold? What was it? Well, I love um, the, the financial incentive for women. I think that we all need to have just different ways of building ourselves, our network worth and, and just 
you know, there's a lot of women who struggle with financial things. So just the, all the wealth ways, all the ways you can enhance wealth, health and wealth and, you know, financially, emotionally, all the different ways. I enjoy being part of a group, that, a group that's going to lift me up instead of, you know, in in ways that empower me instead of, um, I've been in groups where I feel like I just have to do more and more. And I don't, I don't, you know, don't, I know it's not an, always an equal exchange. Mm. So I like the idea of the whole feeling of equal exchange. And I also just don't like to go it alone. You know, it's just no fun to go it alone. I, as a business woman who, you know, that's very male oriented, that energy of running a business, being a doctor, it's, it doesn't support me if I feel like I have to go it alone. So if I can be more supported, you know, I don't want to, I want to feel that support and part of the group. So that's what that's I I love it. I love it. Well, those are all the things that we're doing and we do them together. And um, if, so in the meantime, until uh, you are teaching with us in the spring, how can people reach you if they would like to connect with you? What's the best way for them to do that? Well, they can um, check out my website, which is www.valprahl.com. Or they can, um, you can email me directly. Um, you can email val at valprawl.com. Or you could call me. I'm, I'm, you know, that's fine. I'm happy to give people here my phone number. And, you know, just to run some thoughts by if, they, if you feel like you have some issues that need to be addressed or just want to have a little consultation with me. I do free consultations. Um, so my phone number is 319 558-6023. We are so very grateful to you. So let's open up the mics and say a very fond thank you to our wonderful, wonderful Dr. Valerie Prawl. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Please visit NewWorldWomen.com to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life. We would love to welcome you into our first Founder Circle, which you can explore on our site. If you like Collaboration is Queen, please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. Thank you, and remember to keep your crown ready so women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world, a world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance.